This is Colorful Commentary. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Colorful Commentary. Once again, got a lot to get into from continued impeachment to a big case that's been in the news today to North Carolina politics and then going to talk about a new book I'm recommending. So let's get started. Okay, okay. So now if you all know anything about news, you know this. Things do not die. (laughs) They just continue to cycle and cycle and metamorphosize and metamorphosize again. So that is exactly what's happening with two of the stories that I covered last week. So let's get right into it. Now, you know what we're going to get into first, which is impeachment. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to be dramatic every time I say it because, you know, it's just necessary. So building on what happened last week, which has been quite a lot and yet not a lot at the same time, like because there hasn't been actual movement per se because the house hasn't made any more moves as far as filing articles of impeachment and thus forth now a lot more information has come out which links in the description um but other than that it's been pretty slow i mean this has all happened fast to be fair but it just feels like you know the news is so fickle that it's like let's pounce on this while it's happening you know not wait until the news takes us somewhere else so anyways let me actually get to what the news is which is as you know trump don't know how to handle no controversy so uh he's really bugging out (laughs) that's a political term right there about this whole impeachment inquiry into him because a lot of information is coming out Um, I can't remember if we discussed last week about the whistleblower. I think we did. But basically the whistleblower was someone working in the CIA who had secondhand knowledge of the phone call that took place between uh, Trump and the president of Ukraine and really is the basis of all this coming out. Yes, I did speak about him because again, it shows you how one can change all you know it's just very inspiring in that uh sense so he came out or she or she she's so detailed i I think it is a she and put out this whistleblower report which detailed all of these wrongdoings now what i did not get into last week was the cover up yes if it sounds like a i don't know if a mob boss would say it that way the cover-up yeah i like that so the cover-up as i've said for the third time is one of the main things in the report which is that not only did trump have this call with president Zelensky, which in and of itself could possibly be illegal but it's certainly qualifications for high crimes and misdemeanors of impeachment forgive my stumbling of words because you know this is live so we're just gonna let it go but he also knew he was wrong because he and his team covered it up so apparently when you have calls like these to foreign dignitaries the call circulates throughout the state department the cia the fbi 
all these different departments so that they then know how to handle and move forward with these countries and these leaders to make sure that they're not going against something that you said in the call or not following through on something that you said in the call. So unless it's extremely sensitive information, none of which was discussed on this phone call, given that we have the notes from the phone call that was released, this should have been circulated throughout the departments. And if you can guess, it was not. And not only was it not circulated, it was put on the most highly encrypted, secure database that the White House has. Now, why you ask? Well, I shall answer. And the answer is because he knew he wasn't supposed to be doing that. He knew that that was not right. And everyone around him knew, oh, damn, he done done it this time. And so they tried to cover it up. Thanks to this whistleblower though, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, it's out. And it's now being investigated and more and more things are coming out upon it. Now, side note, if you'd like to listen to the whistleblower report, yes, I said listen, not read. It's actually fairly interesting. I was surprised, I thought it was gonna be boring, but it was actually a pretty good listen. And yes, I did listen to it. Now, if you don't wanna listen to all of it, I would suggest you fast forwarding to nine minutes and 30 seconds. That's where this person goes into detail about the cover-up part of it, which to me is the most interesting because Trump is usually very bold and brash about everything, but not this. So this has him running scared, which is more proof because he just threatened the whistleblower saying that he wants to expose him and interview him. Mind you, we don't know if it's a he, but you know, he's bugging out on Twitter as he usually does and is implying some things that are not good. One being, let me do this. So this is his tweet from October 2nd, 2019, 11.48 AM. I didn't even know who was up that time. Anyways, and I quote, the do nothing Democrats should be focused on building up our country, not wasting everyone's time and energy on, excuse my friends, bullshit which is what they have been doing ever since i got overwhelmingly elected in 2016 223 to 306 get a better candidate this time you'll need it end quote now mind you when i said it excuse my french that was me because he definitely did not say that now you have the damn president of the united states of america cussing on twitter now you know me cussing i'm just repeating what this man said this is the president <sighs> okay Moving on, moving on, moving on. <laughs> Please look up the source that I listed in the bio. It is so interesting to see how all these things are playing out. I can't even get into them in detail the way I would like to because it would be probably a three hour podcast. But please refer to the source material because it is extremely juicy. So this is going to be a constant story because we need to be aware of what our political leaders are doing we deserve to be aware of what they're doing that is what we have the power to do as citizens in a democracy do not let them keep you numbed do not let them keep you ignorant that is what colorful commentary is seeking to be the bridge for people like you out there who want to do better and want to do more but don't know how so please join me along on this journey to becoming a more engaged citizen. And I'm quite frankly, joining along with you.
So now moving on, following up on the North Carolina story, as you can probably tell, uh, I do have family and loved ones in North Carolina, which is why <laughs> this is rather interesting to me because it's just, it bugs me out. But apparently a few days ago, a lawsuit backed by the National Redistricting Foundation filed a claim that the current congressional districts are gerrymandered for political partisan bias. Now, last week we talked about the legislative districts, which I was actually unaware there was a difference, but the legislative districts are the districts that decide who gets elected to the state house and state senate. The congressional districts are something completely different and they decide who gets, as you can guess, elected to the house of representatives. So they're very important and they're shown to have been severely gerrymandered because North Carolina is actually pretty even. About 50% of citizens in North Carolina vote Democrat and about 50% of citizens vote Republican. And yet there are 13 congressional seats for North Carolina, as I've learned, 10 of them are Republican and only three are Democrat. Now, how there's no other way that's happening unless it's gerrymandered, which is unconstitutional. So thus the court should get involved and rectify the situation because this is unacceptable because then it does make you feel like your vote is being lessened. Now, mind you still get out and vote because they count on you not doing so, but we also need to put pressure on them to do better and to do right when it comes to us of making sure our vote has its full measure of power because this is just oh my gosh like i just i can't anyway so david lewis the republican of the state house said that he proposed drawing quote the maps to give a partisan advantage to 10 republicans and three democrats because i do not believe it's possible to draw a map with 11 republicans and two democrats end quote now what the hell i mean let me say it in my north what the hell is that about okay because i i don't understand i really don't you're saying excuse me no let me correct that i do understand because what he just admitted there was that if there was a way for them to have drawn the maps where 11 republicans were sent instead of 10 they would have done so so this is purposeful this is not mistaken and this is modern day undermining of our elections it's called voter suppression y'all and we gotta be aware of it gotta be aware of it and i'll keep looking for stories in different states uh to update you all across america because it is happening i can tell you the truth it is happening now for our third story if you heard about two years ago it was kind of a big thing uh an off-duty cop white female killed an unarmed black man in his own home this was in dallas texas <sighs> sad not new not surprising but no less disappointing i mean brother was in his home bossom jean is his name god bless your soul and your family oh my god and was killed in his home she said she walked in thought it was her apartment even though his apartment is a floor above hers okay and came in feared for her life and shot the gun twice and murdered him where he sat now black people can't be in church safe 
can't be on our front lawn safe, can't be in Walmart safe, can't be in front of Kroger safe, can't, we know we're not safe driving a car, but to be in your own home, where can we live and be free and be safe and be whole in this country? I thought at least at home, but you know, they're taking that too. It's, it's just, it's so sad. It's unacceptable. And so her, her court trial was wrapped up today and the jury found her guilty of murder and they sentenced her to 10 years in prison. Now she could have served a 99 year prison sentence, but she only is serving 10 years. Now, call it what you want, call it justice, call it injustice. That is the sentence that's being handed down. Uh, in the courtroom, actually the brother of the fallen, he asked to hug her and he said that he forgave her and for her to pray. And he was granted permission to hug her and she came up, she was sobbing and they both hugged each other and embraced each other. And if that's what he needed for his peace, then God bless him. I'm sure you don't want to carry hatred in your heart. And so you're trying to connect to this woman as a human being of like, okay, I'm, I'm letting this go. So I can't even imagine what they're going through. So he asked to hug her. Then the judge, um, who also, who happened to be a black woman, she apparently after the trial was over and the verdict was handed out, she gave her a Bible and hugged her as well. Now that I can't. I kind of had an issue with because why are you hugging this woman who murdered this black man? I mean, would you be hugging the black man who murdered a white woman? I don't think so. And it's always this thing of whatever the family wants to do, that's just perfectly right for them. But even with what happened in Charleston, a lot of the families of the murdered were saying they forgave that disgusting excuse of a human being for what he did but I don't I only ever see the black community doing that and sometimes it frustrates me because I feel like we shouldn't have to do that we deserve out of every other community to be angry to be mad to be nasty but yet we're always the one giving mercy and love and extending peace. I mean, racism today really should be black people hating white people. You know, what I mean? if, if you look at history, <laughs> you would think that that would be the way the problem of racism, the blacks just can't get over the enslavement that was done to them. But no, it's the white people who did the enslaving who are somehow mad. I mean, uh, white privilege at its finest. So anyways, it's just something to think about of, and I wonder what you all think about that as well, of just the need for the black community, it seems, to always forgive, um, but not the willingness for us to be forgiven. So just a thought. Now on to brighter skies. Um, I have a book recommendation, which I hope I will be able to have many more coming soon because I love to read. I hope you love to read as well. <laughs> I sounded like a teacher. <laughs> it's in a book. Just take a look. It's reading rainbow. I hope 
that's not copyrighted. <laughs> Hopefully we're good. Anyways, I want to recommend Tanahasi Coates's The Water Dancer. Oh my gosh. Now I have not read it myself yet. I must say this, but I have read his essays in the Atlantic of the case of reparations and I've bought, but not gotten to read yet. Um, his, we were eight years in power and his, ugh, all award-winning and incredible book between the world and me this man is the definition of an intellectual and a gem in our community and our country i'm just oh my gosh he's just his prose is just incredible. So this is his debut novel. Now, whenever books would have a novel behind, I'd be like, isn't that kind of self-explanatory? But apparently the word novel is only used in terms of fiction. So just a little tip guys, if you see a novel, that means it is a fiction book. So yeah, I think that I hope that blesses your life. Anyways, The Water Dancer is about an enslaved man named Hiram who is trying to escape slavery through his ability to bend time and space. Very interesting. It goes into the whole realm of magical realism, which I think is really interesting, particularly with Afrofuturism and all that. It's a really exciting uh, genre. So I'd like to read a short excerpt because the way he writes is just so beautiful. Like it just he paints a picture for me so i hope he paints it for you this is when he's driving his master who is also his half brother across a bridge and he sees a vision of his mother who was sold away um a f many years prior she had magical powers and in seeing this vision he gets taken in almost into another world and between getting taken to another world and coming back to reality he realizes that the carriage has careened off of the bridge into the water so now he and his half brother slash master are basically drowning in the water so this is the uh synopsis from there help me hi there i was my own life dangling over the black pit and now being called to save another i had on many occasions tried to teach maynard his half brother and master to swim and he took to this instruction as he took to all instruction, careless and remiss at the labor, then sore and bigoted when this negligence bore no fruit. I can now say that slavery murdered him, that slavery made a child of him, and now, dropped into a world where slavery held no sway, Maynard was dead the minute he touched the water. I had always been his protection. It was I, only by good humor and debasement, that had kept Charles Lee from shooting him. And it was I, with special appeal to our father, who'd kept him countless times from wrath. And it was I who clothed him every morning, and I who put him to bed every night. And it was I who now was tired, in both body and soul. And it was I, out there wrestling against the pull of the current, against the fantastic events that had deposited me there, and now wrestling with the demand that I once again save another, when I could not even conjure the energy to save myself. Help me, he yelled again. And then he cried out, please. He said it like the child he always was begging and i noted however uncharitably even there in the goose facing my own death that i had never before recalled him speaking in a manner that reflected the true nature of our positions end quote Ooh, yes and i think that gets to kind of what i was saying earlier about the case of the officer uh shooting botham jean of we're being called to save others when we can barely scratch up the energy to save ourselves. But you know what? We do it every day and damn, 
do we do it well so now this is the end of the episode i got a shorter episode out for y'all so i hope you all enjoyed i love you all and i can't wait to continue this journey on with you on to the next episode and the next and the next and the next stay colorful y'all Mwah.